Welcome to The Lovers, The Dreamers, The, the podcast, podcast, starring Joey Love and Michaela Burridge. Welcome to Lovers, the Dreamers, the podcast. Yay! Yay! <laughs> uh, I'm your host, Joey, with my other host, Michaela. Hello. And this is our inaugural episode of our podcast that we've been talking about for... Ever? Ever, yeah. Such a long time. Yeah. I'm so excited. Yeah, no, and we're finally here. We're finally ready to give everybody what we want and by everybody we mean um my mom our moms and our fiancés and respective partners <laughs> so uh shout out to jade and jeremiah hey. <laughs> <laughs> let's uh let's talk muppets, let's talk muppets. Yeah. yeah so uh well let's let's give a little background on us and about what we uh why we wanted to do this podcast so Michaela, why don't you go and talk about... Um, so when we met, gosh, almost a year ago now, yeah. um, we figured out very quickly that not only did we have similar personalities, but we also have very similar interests, one of them being the Muppets. Um, hopefully you guys are going to find out that Joey and I are both kind of silly, goofy people, and uh, I think the Muppets, for me anyway, at least kind of started my... Um, interest in comedy and you know wanting to make people laugh and have you know a good time and feel comfortable so um you know i think that's kind of what i like about the muppets and what i've learned from them and what i hope to uh kind of talk about and build upon as we go sure yeah and then for me uh as soon as we talked about this idea of having a muppets podcast i was like sold from the very beginning because I've always loved the Muppets and uh, everything Muppet adjacent um, and I just really love talking about comedy and love talking about uh, Disney and all these like different things that are like connected to the Muppets so I felt like this would be just like a good thing for us to do and for hopefully people to listen to and want to, you know, learn more about the Muppets and yeah. hear what we have to say, because I think we're both pretty knowledgeable when it comes to Muppets related content. Um, and so, yeah, we just want to share that with everyone. Yeah. So, Joey, where are we recording right now? Oh, my gosh. Well, we are at Pizza Rizzo in Disney's Hollywood Studios, and um, it is one of two Muppet-themed restaurants on Disney World property. The other one being Regal Eagle over in Epcot, which we will eventually go and record at. Um, but yeah, so Pizza Rizzo is uh, Rizzo to Rat's own pizza shop. Um, it's Rat Pizza. It's, it's, rat pizza. it's And it is uh, very much themed to this New York style uh, subway slash pizzeria slash banquet hall. Which doesn't sound like it makes a lot of sense, but like... It's great, though. It does. Um, yeah, so... And there's a lot of really cool, like, decor on the walls mm -hmm. and things that, like, we just haven't even noticed yeah. ourselves. I think the thing about Pizza Rizzo for a lot of Muppets fans is that when they said... So this used to be Toy Story Pizza Planet, right? Um, I went to Pizza Planet every trip growing up, loved it, and I'll be honest, even as a Muppets fan, when they said that was changing, I was pretty sad about it, because Pizza Planet was awesome. Yeah. Um, and Pizza Rizzo is a lot more subdued, um, it doesn't have the same kind of 
Chuck E. Cheese kind of vibe as Pizza Planet or anything, but the Muppets references are really subtle. You kind of have to know. So the table that we're sitting at right now, there's a framed record um, for Dr. Teeth and the Electric Mayhem. And uh, that's something that I, I don't know about you, but I had never noticed until we sat down at this table. No, literally have, I don't think I've ever noticed that. I did one, there was one day where I had like a day to myself and I walked around mm -hmm. the restaurant so, like, I know that there are, like, the portraits. We're looking, like, right behind us, which I probably shouldn't do because, like, the <laughs> microphone is right in front of us. But I'll move, I'll move <laughs> the phone with me so I can talk. Um, that there are portraits right behind us, closer to the restroom area, of um, there's a restaurant in New York that does, like, these, like, famous caricatures on the wall. Um, it's escaping me what the name is. Yeah, I think that's what it is. Um and they, they sort of did their own version of that, of portraits of Muppets characters, um, which was really cool. And I spent some time looking at that. But, like, there's other, like, little details that I've mm. just never noticed, including that, like, Dr. Teeth uh, and Electric Mayhem record. Um, and then there's a bulletin board, like, right across the way, right outside of the uh, entrance for the banquet hall that has a bunch of, like, little references. Like, there's one where it's, like... Uh, Lou Zealand, who is, if you're not familiar with Muppets characters, uh, he's the one that throws the boomerang fish. Mm -hmm. um, he uh, has like a, a hire, for hire kind of thing, like with a <laughs> pool tab, which is just really funny. Um, and there's also like things that just like feel Muppet without like being Muppet references. Right. One of the things that I notice every time I come in, and I'm so sad that it's just like kind of a joke, is the uh, the merchandise display case when you come in, like by the counter? Yeah. I would love, and I'll admit I did buy one on Etsy one time, uh, like a Pizza Rizzo shirt. I think that would be. I wish just throw money away, really. See, they came out with official merch oh, for the, at, at the pop up, the D twenty three. D twenty three, yeah, and I didn't get a chance to get my hand on any of that, but I've seen that a few times in the park, and that mm. was like. I was like, anytime they come out with like Muppet stuff, because it's so far and few between. People just grab uh, it. Yeah, it's like it goes away so fast. And some of it was like really cute. Yeah. <clears throat> that. Yeah, big fan. Um, I speaking of like Muppets merchandise and stuff, there when I went to California a couple mm. weeks ago, they had um, in one of their like D23 areas of a store, they had Muppet merch that I had never seen before. But one of them, and I almost bought it, I was so close. It was this like one piece Muppets like onesie, like sleep onesie, okay. and it had little polka dots and it had each of their little faces. But oh, that's I, cute. living in Florida, yeah. owning a sleep onesie just simply doesn't make sense. But if they put that on like a like a purse or something, oh, I buy that so fast. Yeah, the the most recent Muppet merch that I was like I had to get my hands on and then I I didn't was um, when they did the pop up for. Uh, Mickey of Glendale's mm -hmm. at the Contemporary and they had all of the um, Muppets Christmas Carol mm. pins. Oh, the pins. They were gorgeous. And the one that I still, to this day, like I'll check eBay for and try to find like, a good Can price for. Yeah. Was it Bean Bunny? No, but really? I do want the Bean Bunny one because I, oh. as soon as, you will find out that Bean Bunny is like, I am a diehard Bean Bunny fan. We are fan. Bean Bunny girls. Uh, bean Bunny stand. Yeah. <laughs> Justice we're, we're, for Bean. We're going we're gonna to go eventually to go see Muppet Vision 3D and as soon as yep. Bean Bunny comes on, well, and also Sweetums. I mean, when Sweetums comes out, I'm going to cheer loudly. Um, is this a good time to tell our guests about 
about meeting Sweetums. Oh my god. Okay. Let me well let me tell you what pin, and then we'll I'll talk about okay. that experience. Okay. The pin that I wanted the most was it's Gonzo and Rizzo flying, and oh, there's a chain yeah. connecting the two. I know which one you're talking I about. I love. I'm a sucker for like a like pin. yeah like you like unique so things cute. like that. Like it's like like a like a connected thing or a spinner or anything yeah. like that. Like I'm. I don't know. I just like I like goofy crap like that. <laughs> so like you mean that, Muppets. Mu- yeah, group. Yeah, gr- goofy. Goofy's Muppet. not a Muppet, Joey. No, no, he's not. I, I, I'm so sorry. I've already failed everything. You know what? We Podcast should end, end the podcast. All right, gonna... this was a great first and last episode. Thanks for trying, everybody. Eight yeah, minutes gonna... in. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, okay. So at Muppet Vision 3D, if for those of you who are not familiar, um, that. It, Muppet Vision 3D is a show at Disney's Hollywood Studios. It is a uh, 3D filmed production that was Jim Henson's last thing before he died. It was the last thing that he worked on. And when at the time, Disney and him were working together on a couple of projects um, in hopes that Disney would be able to buy the Muppets. It didn't happen at that time, and then eventually Disney did wind up buying the Muppets, but that's neither here nor there, and we'll talk about that Mm. at some point. Um, But in the show, they do have a uh, character that comes out, and it's of Sweetums, and Sweetums is the big behemoth furry character that is a little bit scary looking, but he's very, like, sweet and, like, internally. Um, yeah, he's Sweetums. Um, he's Sweetums inside, you know? And so, and, and he comes out looking for Bean Bunny and searching for him. And so we have a friend who went uh, to leave Disney and go work for another company. Shout out to Savannah. And on her last day, we went to go to the park as her last hurrah. We said, can we meet Sweetums? Which is something that they like, don't do like at all we didn't think anything of it and the girl who was talking to us was really friendly with us and we were having a great time and it was the last show of the day so after the show had started they brought him out in like the little pre-show area to meet uh to have us meet him and it was only like four of us there and um it was i don't think i've ever been happier to meet a walk around character oh for fur or face like in my entire um, life. <laughs> I was not there for this experience, but I did get a text from Joey pretty quickly afterwards <laughs> that said, Hey, I'm gonna tell you something, but you have to promise not to be mad. And I said, What? Because I've never been mad at Joey in my life. <laughs> Nor did we text all that frequently. So this was like super random. And I said, What? And he sends a picture of him and our friends with Sweetums. I wasn't mad, I was just disappointed. <laughs> Like, that was my, literally my, first, like, the first thing after, like, we had left this interaction, I literally went, oh, Michaela's going to be so upset. Like, that was the first thing that I said to Taylor was like, oh, okay, God. Okay, someday. Once we hit, like, I was going to be really bold and say, like, a thousand subscribers. <laughs> <laughs> once somebody's listening to this, once, isn't our parents. Once our mom send it to their friends and their book clubs, then. <laughs> we'll get little celebrating pins and they'll brag about it. <laughs> And maybe, just maybe. We have 10 followers. I'm just, I'm just excited for, like, when we look back on recording at this and then being like, wow, who would have thought? Yeah. Not me. <laughs> we got kicked out of the upstairs of the uh, Pizza Rizzo, so we're now recording in the elevator. We're classy like that. Yeah. This is what you can expect from the Lovers, the Dreamers, the podcast. <laughs> 
right, well now we are outside of the uh, Pizza Rizzo. Um, hopefully you're still able to hear us. Yeah. Or that you're still listening. Yeah. Either way. Either way. We're just going to... I'll be happy no matter what. Uh, honestly, we're I... just recording a spot. This is really just for us. Yeah. As we, as we said, people moving the loudest chairs to the Scraping metal along the pavement. <laughs> Okay. I think that kind of lines up, though. Yeah. It, like, I, this works for us. Yeah, I think I think there's nothing more Muppets than um, something going awry yeah. while you're trying to do something and, and <laughs> loud scraping noises. Yeah. Um, so as we left the Pizza Rizzo, we were looking at some of the, uh, like, little details that are just in the, like, area that you pick up your food and we saw that there was a um it was a pizza eating contest board of like who had won in previous years and then we also saw and it had like a bunch of different muppets names on it and we also saw where there was uh the business's first dollar that had an iou like uh post-it note from pepe to rizzo um i just love the little details in there stuff like that is just so great um, I highly recommend coming if you're ever here at Hollywood Studios and checking it out and taking a little bit of extra time to walk around you know maybe don't come at peak lunch hour right with all the tourists yeah. but uh, make sure you like kind of take a look around because it is it is pretty cute and I feel the same way we'll go there eventually though to uh, Regal Eagle yeah. um, now in terms of Muppets Kayla what is, who is your favorite Muppet my favorite Muppet gotta be Fozzie Bear. Okay. I I love Fozzie. Um, I feel like if I if I were a Muppet, I would be Fozzie Bear. Uh, if I were to befriend a Muppet, it would be Fozzie Bear. Which makes sense because we are friends. So. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I I am also very much the I'm gonna tell a funny joke now and someone else goes, you know, very Stather Mulder, oh you know, it's not funny, but I, I try very hard and that's very much like Fozzie. We, we try. Yeah. I uh, I feel like I love too many Muppets to like pick an absolute favorite, but I, I, I obviously everyone listening can't see my getup, but it's mostly Yeah, Kermit. can I describe you? Yeah, you want to describe okay, him? Okay, yeah. so we, we met at Hollywood Studios today. Um, I was getting hangry, so I'd already finished my lunch by the time Joey comes in, but just like, you know, finishing up my meatball sub, having some iced tea. And I look over and here comes Joey in a Muppet Studio baseball cap, a Kermit the Frog t-shirt, the Kermit the Frog lounge fly, and of course sporting his brand new Kermit the Frog tattoo. Yeah. So uh, needless to say, I freaking love Kermit the Frog. <laughs> Weird. A Muppet fan who loves Kermit? Tell me more, Joey. Tell me more. Like, I, I think the thing that I love about Kermit so much is like I don't know I I just love how he was so sassy in the beginning of Mm -hmm. his like tenure on Sesame Street and like all the like little clips like my favorite clip is the one where Kermit and that little girl are singing. I was just thinking about that. I love that clip yes. so much. And she just keeps saying Cookie Monster after every letter. <laughs> and, like, I I just, I don't know. Kermit, Kermit is, like, what Kermit is to the Muppets is what 
like Mickey Mouse yeah. is to Disney, what Bugs Fair Bunny is so. to Warner Brothers, right? Like it's yeah. like so like He's like the everyman. Kid. Yeah, and it's so like I I, I I feel that and I like that. And like mm-hmm. but in the same token, it's like if I like am thinking about who's like my favorite funny character, like a you know, like like a Fozzie or like like the comedic relief yeah. sort of speak, I would probably say either like Rizzo or Pepe mm. in that regard and then but I also love it's you know like I have I love Animal and, I, and Gonzo so it's really hard but like Kermit is, I just feel like he's just like he's the mainstay yeah. so like he's you know it's 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 almost kind of like you have to separate the Muppets like the Fab Five yeah. almost where it's like it's like okay well who's your favorite out of you know Kermit Miss Piggy, Gonzo, Fozzie. Would you say that that's like the like the main, or am I like missing? Am I missing somebody who's like really? I think like, people try to make Sam Eagle like one of the main ones. I feel. I mean, like in the same way that like when you're at when you add like Chippendale oh, right into like the Fab Five, yeah, or like Clarabelle Cow, Animal. I, you can make an argument for that. Yeah. I mean, I, but also, I like, I have a hard time separating Animal from the from Electric the Mayhem. Mayhem. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. But like, and then like, beyond those four, and, and maybe a few others that we're blanking on, but it's like, and then you get into like, the like, more niche characters. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Kermit's always been my favorite. Yeah. Kermit's a good favorite. Very nice. Speaking of Kermit, as I'm sure we will be for, you know, a lot of our Muppets-based podcast, um, we were talking about on our on our way to our, our third recording location um, about when Disney's Hollywood Studios had, well, I guess it would have been MGM Studios at the time, right. um, had the walk-around Muppets characters, um, Kermit and Miss Piggy, um, just kind of out and about and then the show, which I'm sure we'll do a full episode on at some point. But um, I was I was saying to Joey that I have a really good story, but I'll save it for the pod. So here we are. <laughs> um, one of the very first trips to Disney World that I remember, um, I think I had come once or twice before, but I, I remember this trip. I was probably like six or seven or so. Um, we came down and we were here and Kermit was just walking around and, you know, my brother and I were so excited to go see him. And so we walk over and my, my dad, like every other man ever, has a, a Kermit impression that I thought was really great growing up. Um, and now it's about the same as every other man's Kermit impression. Um, <laughs> sorry, dad. Um, <laughs> He's like, that's it. Unsubscribe. I'm turning this off. Yeah. Well, guys, now it's just... <laughs> Our moms and Joey's dad, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> My dad already checked out. He was he, he turned on the Sixers game, and now he's <laughs> watching something else. Okay. Oh, well. Hi, Mom. Hi, Joey's mom. <laughs> Hope you guys are liking this. Uh, <laughs> but we uh, we went up to, to Kermit, and my brother and I, you know, little kids, are like, Dad, Dad, Daddy, do your voice, do your voice. And so my dad does the, you know, dad Kermit impression. And Kermit just kind of, you know, nods slowly and then does the hand motion, you know, of like, eh. 
and my dad, I swear to God, Joey, my dad has not done a Kermit the Frog impression since. And every time he asks, he goes, well, it wasn't good enough for Kermit, so I'm not going to do it anymore. It's been, what, almost, literally almost 20 years, and he has, he has not done it again. So what I'm hearing is whenever your dad eventually comes down to visit here, we or, yeah, or like, we got to make him do it, and yeah. then we got to just be like, well... You sound more like Kermit than Kermit does. <laughs> yeah. Um, now, my dad also had a Kermit impression. My dad my dad had, like... He, he has, like, three impressions that are always in his rotation. And it okay. was Kermit, Cookie Monster, oh. and... Um, like, honestly, I think it's just Kermit and Cookie Monster now that I think about it. Because he would do he would do Cookie Monster like all the time, because we were Sesame Street kids growing up, Same. obviously. Um, and then it went from it went from for at least for me, it was like Sesame Street straight into like Disney Channel. So like there was yeah. like never a point in my life where I wasn't like connected to Disney or the Muppets mm -hmm. like in some capacity right because like obviously like Disney does not own Sesame Street Disney doesn't own uh, Fraggle Rock but like mm -hmm. those were like a big part of my life too yeah um and so like my dad just like would would just kind of just do like hi ho Kermit the Frog here and like that's like it and that's now, all I'm he sorry. would say. I'm gonna interrupt here. Is that your Kermit impression, or is that no, your that's just, impression that's, of your dad's Kermit? That's impression? that's an impression of like oh. every dad okay. doing a Kermit impression, okay. and then his Cookie Monster impression was like actually like I mean this is also like what like 20 years ago. Yeah. Like from what I remember, like wasn't that bad, and like he and he would just like you know talk as like you know Cookie Monster. Um. But other than that, I think like he sort of just kept he kept to those two. He's a very he's a very simple man. Yeah. And I just just stick to what you know, kind of thing. Yeah. I don't remember his Kermit being that bad though. But again, also it's been a hot minute since he's had to do a Kermit impression for a child. What if we just both call our dads right now? <laughs> yeah, let's let's do that. Hi, Dad. Uh, <laughs> my mom. The thing is, my mom would pick up and be like, "Oh yeah." So, unrelated to Muppets, but while we're talking about our parents. Um, my mom, I used to call her in the middle of the night when I was in college. I'm talking like 3 a.m. and make her rap for my friends. Um, I would FaceTime her at 3 in the morning and make her do like Ice Ice Baby for like a dorm room full of drunk college kids. And she would do it. She would do it. I guarantee you, if I called my mother right this second, she would do that. That's baller. I'm not going to. Like maybe when we're like not recording. Sorry. Future Patreon content. I don't know. One more <laughs> <laughs> when we're not in loud Hollywood studios, yeah, um, it'll be it'll be bonus content as all of you listening to my mom do Ice Ice Baby and and, and the hearing are like Joey's having a da having a, having a dad <laughs> off of of Kermit and Kermit and Muppet impressions. My dad would hate that. <laughs> but Joey's dad's doing it. Why aren't you cool like well, Joey's? Well, dad? Joey's dad didn't have Kermit telling him that his impression was bad. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Um, well, I'm while just picturing my dad, I think I think that's really funny. Um, I was just speaking about like the Muppets in in the parks. Uh, one of the big things that when Hollywood Studios was MGM Studios, 
and we touched on this a little bit, that they had plans for the Muppet Courtyard area that houses uh, Muppet Vision 3D and Pizza Rizzo um, to have like a full-fledged Muppet area that other uh, uh, the Funkland and like mm. other YouTubers have talked about it. And I'm sure other podcasts have, has, as well, too, because we are not the first Muppets-related content. Unless this is the first time that you've ever heard Muppets-related content. In which case, then we, we totally are. We totally are. Don't look up toughpigs.com. Yeah. Um, they don't exist. Um, also, Tough Pigs sponsor us. Um, <laughs> but uh, the uh, area was supposed to have, like, a Muppets parody of the great movie ride which recently closed a couple of years ago for um, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway and it was supposed to have a Swedish chef restaurant and all these like different things so this essentially beyond talking about the history of that which we can go into and talk about for hours um, what would your dream like Muppets related thing for Hollywood Studios or any park really to to be like for attraction restaurant what have you it's already kind of happened. My favorite Muppets thing that we have and that I would like to see reimagined on maybe a larger scale was the uh, Great Moments in History um, in Liberty Square at Magic Kingdom. Um, just the live puppeteering is great. Um, the Muppets being an appropriate size. Like, I don't know, just something about them being like, oh my God, they're right there. Those are the Muppets, you know? And I I think that would be great here. I mean, I'm just looking around all these facades here. And there are so many, like, if you look just right over where we're sitting, like next to Pizza Rizzo, um, podcasts are a great visual medium. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm, like, looking at all these windows and balconies. And could you imagine if, if like, Gonzo and Fozzie just, like, poked their heads out of those windows? I'm just, I'm just imagining... I would like, cry. I, would, I also would cry, but I think it would be really funny if, like... It, because it's supposed to be, like, very New York, very, like, hey, I'm walking here, yeah. like, kind of thing. That it's A like, million Rizzo like, like, it's, like, Rizzo and, like... Or, like, um... Oh, God. Uh, uh, Johnny and Sal, I think, are their names. The, yeah. Like, the, like the, the one that's, like, supposed to be, like, the, the yes. greaser and then the monkey. Yes. Yeah, and it's, like, yeah, could you imagine right. if, if they popped out and, like, did, like, um, in um, Muppets from Space when they're, oh like, my God, oh, my yeah. gosh, who ate the cake? And then he's got the cake. And he's, like, oh, no, who ate this? Who ate this cake? I don't know who ate this cake. <laughs> like, i just imagining that. I think, like, it just, like, even, it would fit with the aesthetic. Not even, like, a full-fledged show, but even just, like, little bits. Or, yeah, just, like, that's all. Know, and I think, and like. also a full-fledged show. But. Right. When, well, when Pizza Rizzo was, like, initially, like, being conceptualized, yeah. the, like, one of the major concepts was that it was the the rats were going to be on a conveyor belt serving food. And that was... Which is so funny for so many reasons. Yeah. And I just... I wish that they had, like, gone more in that camp direction of, yeah. like... Whether it was serving food, whether it was a show, whether it was like because like this is this has been my like pet peeve with like not just Disney but like in in life in general yeah. is that we are straying away from the campiness of like the dining experience, right? And it's like the you know the like the the Outback Steakhouse and 
uh, Applebee's of yesteryear, where it's like, where it's like, oh, it's like we are really in the theming of the, theme the Apple. Applebee's. Right, right. It's like, well, Applebee's is like, oh, sports, yeah. you know, like, yeah. and it's like, but now it's just kind of like everything has just become like very minimalistic. Right. And I think the gentrification it's, of Applebee's has to stop. <laughs> bring me back my Applebee's. <laughs> Bring bring back the Applebee's of yesteryear. It's going to be on the funniest things ever said. The gentrification of Applebee's. I think those are going to be. It's going to be pictures of us on a T-shirt saying that. (laughs) (laughs) But instead of saying Applebee's, it says redacted, or we have to put like a trademark symbol. That is really funny. Um, But related. So, if you haven't already figured this out, Joey and I are both in our mid twenties, and so when I was younger. Um, I don't know about you, but coming down here, we would always go to, um, we would always go to, well, Pizza Planet before it was Pizza Rizzo. Um, their sci-fi dine-in was a big one. We would always pick kind of the most themed possible restaurants. And, you know, that's just at Disney, but anytime we would go on vacation, we were very big, like, you know, if we were going to Boston, Rainforest, there was a Rainforest Cafe, and I love Rainforest Cafe. Um, when I discovered there was a T-Rex version of that at Disney Springs. Oh my god, I love dinosaurs. I love that. But like the themed experience, even places like Cracker Barrel is still, you know. Yeah, it's like they have a theme. Yeah, is it a good theme? Yeah. <laughs> Unless Cracker Barrel wants to sponsor us, then In it's which in a case, great theme. It's my- I actually do eat a lot of Cracker Barrel. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, like the, the themed experience and things like that. And not even just restaurants, hotels, and you know, remember remember the Disney stores when we were little? Yeah. And they had like the, the things hanging off the ceilings, and, and those are just the ones in our local malls. Yeah. That's like not a thing anymore. And yeah. I feel like, even though you know we've talked about earlier all the great little references to the Muppets, the Muppets to me anyway are just so over the top. Mm. Like that's a lot of what Muppets means to me is you know, exaggerated and silly and colorful. And, you know, I, I think I really would have loved seeing more of that here rather than this kind of just looks like a soundstage, but also there's the Muppet thing here. So I guess we have to keep it kind of Muppet-y. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, and I feel like the, the Muppets and the campiness of the Muppets is like, it is one of the, like, it's one of the truest American comedy like formats it's like it's like like they're following in the footsteps of like of vaudeville and of like traditional american theater like Mm. concepts and like all these different things and it's like when the muppets aren't over the top in in some way shape or form it just i just don't think it really works and it's like and it's like they don't feel like the Muppets anymore. Yeah, because it's like the Muppets the Muppets are a lot like like there's like the Simpsons or Betty Boop where it's like you can put them on a t-shirt mm-hmm. and you don't have to be a fan of the Muppets right. and you'll know and you'll know who Kermit is or yeah. you'll know who Tweety like Bird Mouse. is or Mickey Mouse. Right, yeah. exactly. And so I feel like what's happening with the Muppets it's it's they're leaning more towards like using them as brand yes. rather than using them as like and and I'm hoping that and this is a perfect segue for what we're t- talking about is um I'm hoping with the new show on Disney Plus yes. that it 
like that brings some new life into like bringing the camp back to the Muppets that people get excited about the Muppets again to in turn bring the Muppets to the parks more full-fledged like how they had the Magic Kingdom and that you know almost were in every park yeah I so this is still gonna get us to our topic we were sort of when we were setting up to record and everything we were kind of talking about like oh you know we should talk about the new show and I mentioned that, you know, I haven't seen the the Muppets from the ABC one from a couple years ago. And Joey hadn't seen all of uh, the Disney Plus Muppets now. Um, and, you know, thinking about it, they every time they bring the Muppets back, they try to recreate it or gear it towards a new audience. Mm-hmm. And I think maybe that's some of the problem. Because there are people, you know, like us, you know, there, there's a lot of people out there who have a functional understanding of the month. Like, we don't need to be reintroduced every time. Yeah. You know, and I think that's why other new projects... So, like, I don't know about you, but I I can assume I know what you think, but Muppets Haunted Mansion mm. was amazing. Oh, and fantastic. it's because they didn't try to reintroduce these characters or put them in... I mean, they put them in a situation that's familiar to most... You know, I would say there's a large crossover between Muppets and Disney Parks fans. Um, they put them in a situation that was familiar in general to us, but also, you know, Haunted Mansion by itself is also that, like, exaggerated, you know, somewhat campy kind of, like, yeah, funny situation. And, and I feel like with, like, the Haunted Mansion specifically was, like, it was the perfect crossroads of, like, horror and comedy. And so with... with Putting the Muppets in the Haunted Mansion and then sort of having the Haunted Mansion be like the, like, it's it's like why Scream is so popular. It's mm. like that cro- that crossroad of like scariness and 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 comedy yeah. works so well together. And so by putting the Muppets in this like, putting them in this space that like is already like so well established and so like. I'm just thinking, just thinking about like how well the Muppets just fit internally yeah. to like. It's just it's two, taking two very different but equally iconic things, right? That have both kind of lasted that test of time and introducing them into each other. I think it, I think they handled it very well. It didn't take the the storyline away from the haunted mansion, yeah. and you could very easily, you know, Joey and I have both been on mansion a thousand times. Yeah. Uh, you could like track where you would be in the ride but it also made sense to have the Muppets in there like they didn't feel out of place and also and it was so easy for them to put nods to like the original Muppet show within it because it was like like the ballroom scene and like have it and it's like just having them pull that nod from both the Muppet show and the Haunted Mansion and have that be so seamless was like like, I already was in love with the special, but by then I was like, oh my gosh, this is, like, the best Muppet thing that they put out probably since Muppets Most Wanted. Like, mm-hmm. and, and, like, I was, like, I was so happy with it. Can I confess a sin? We should go for it. I have not seen Muppets Most Wanted. End the podcast. All right. Oh, uh, this man. has been <laughs> No, Muppet, I mean. Guys, Muppet... Joey's going to throw me off the roof of Pizza Rizzo. <laughs> We've now changed locations the fifth time. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, Muppet, Muppets Most Wanted, I... It's been, it's been a hot minute since I've actually watched it, and it's like, and I feel like this is just a good like, 
introductory episode of just talking about like everything generalized. So like, yeah. but we'll eventually get to the point where we're like going we'll through every medium. It. Yeah, but it's like at some point when eventually we'll get to watching that movie and I'd love to hear your thoughts on it because it has probably one of my favorite Sam Eagle moments oh, where I do love a good Sam Eagle and, and it's it's him and Ty Burrell singing oh. the like investigation song Ooh, and okay. it's 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 a good song it's like it's probably one of the only other than like Tina Fey singing in the gulag that's really all I remember from that movie so because I think I saw it in theaters when it came out I loved the first one of like the Jason Segal Amy Adams yes. I loved that. I have seen that movie so many times. I think Amy Adams is just one of my favorite people ever. Yes. Um, but I think that was also a very nice balance of like a, a new take, but also the Muppet. Jason, Jason Siegel, I feel like, and I mean, we don't know him personally, so I can't speak on but his behalf. But if he wants to meet us. But if he wants to be on our podcast. Do you want to be on the podcast? Yeah. Jason, Bring Amy. Jason, Amy, if you want to be on the podcast, go right ahead. Um, but Jason Siegel is one of those people that loves, like, wanted to make sure that the Muppets were, like, taken care of. Yeah. And, like, and I feel like that's what Muppets, the Muppets 2011 movie did. Was it that long ago? Oh, my God. Yeah. Which is kind of wild to think about because so I, I performed... I was in, so I I was if you if you couldn't tell by the everything about me that like I I was a theater kid, but I was a theater kid in the sense that like the community theater that I did for up I was probably like from the time I was like seven to about sixteen seventeen somewhere around there. Um, I did it. Uh, it was review shows, okay. and so it, like we never did like a full show. And I was like when I got into high school. And started, like, doing theater in high school and, and all that. By then, I hadn't done a full show. Wow. New, like, ever. Like, I just, like, I knew, like, I was like, oh, I recognize that song. And I and so, like, but, like, I didn't know full shows like yeah. most people do. Um, and to this day, I'm still, like, I feel like I'm a very bad theater person. Because, like, most of the time, I'll, like, I'll know, I know a lot more than I used to. But, yeah. like, when I was in high school and then, like, even in college, I was, I was just, like, I really don't know a lot about certain shows mm. um but um one of the things that we did with that review one year was we sung um the opening song Aww. from uh the muppets movie and Cute. i remember it was like me and my best friend from high school were uh, uh Walter and Gary. Oh my god, that's and so cute! It was it was a lot of fun. I, at some point, I'll I'll have to show you the video. Of yes, it, please. <laughs> That'll be more Patreon content. <laughs> um, I love that so much. Yeah, it was it was it was a good time. Have was, you have you heard the rumors, Joey? Speaking of shows and the Muppets, rumors, rumors. Let's let's spill some Broadway tea. So if you are on TikTok as I feel many people our age are. Um, you might have come across very informative, entertaining TikToker, uh, Sweaty Oracle. He has recently put out a handful of videos now um, about rumors regarding the Muppets coming to Broadway for kind of a limited, limited run kind of thing. Kind of similar from what it sounds like with these rumors, similar to Sesame Street's recent Broadway run, which... I will, I will never 
get over the fact that I missed it. Yeah, I'm um, I'm I'm very upset that I didn't get to go see that. I that's the thing. We need to stop being like broke twenty somethings because we need to go um, sponsor us. Uh, <laughs> what? Um, but we are tentatively hearing some rumors now of next season, so 2024. And then this morning, I just happened across another one of his TikToks saying that 2025, there are talks of Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas oh on Broadway. I would die. Joey and I would be on a plane so fast, and I guess Jade and Jeremiah can come too. <laughs> but... But I, I would be on a plane so fast. Oh, I, I would, I mean, for the Muppets for alone. I mean, I mean, yeah, for any of them. Go. And it's like the fact that I didn't go see the Sesame Street, uh, when like show on Broadway. Yeah. I was very upset for that. But it, like Muppets, and then like anything directly right. Jim Henson Company. Like well, I'm sold. I gotta, I gotta go see. We're, it. we're gonna keep an eye. Thank you again to Sweaty Oracle for bring in the Broadway tea so that we can be really paying attention for these things. Yeah, and especially too, if it's like uh, Christmas time is, is my favorite time of year. I oh, mean, yeah. I, I... Christmas in like, New York is beautiful. Yeah, and it's like, so I... If, if it winds up being that it's like Muppets Christmas Carol mm. or Muppets or Emmett Otter uh, Jug Band Christmas that it's like I will literally lose my mind because yeah. those are two of my favorite like Christmas specials to, to watch and I mean we we also one of one of my favorite memories with Michaela is that she we, she and I she invited me to go to a D23 screening of the Muppets Christmas Carol uh, at Disney Springs and I was living my best life and then afterwards we got coffee with uh, little <laughs> Muppets characters on our coffee, which I so think, cool. which we got Kermit and Fozzie, yes, I think, which is really fitting. Yeah. <laughs> um, yep. I think that was, was that where we talked about doing that our was, podcast? Yeah. It has been since Christmas that we wow. have talked about this. Wow. I'm, we're just realizing Today this is, now. Today is May 2nd. May 2nd. Yeah. It's been in the works for, for a long time and all it took was just to put our phone in front of us at the Pizza Rizzo. Yeah. Who would have thought it? That's how you begin all your dreams, everybody. Put your phone down at Pizza Rizzo. Yep. <laughs> Start a podcast. But make sure it's it's not more put together than ours. Yeah, yeah. Um, if it's better than ours, uh, we will find you. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> but if if they did bring it to Broadway to, to sort of get back on track, what what is your hope? Like, what would be the thing that you would want to see? That I would want to see? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Um, we talked about it earlier. You asked what I would want. I said front row seats. Um, <laughs> I... My gosh, I don't, I don't know. There's, there's just so many things they could do. Um, I, I would love Muppet Christmas Carol, though. I, I think that would be just incredible to see, and oh, I, just, I love it so much. I think, I think that, or even just kind of like a musical review kind of thing, like the, the Muppets Greatest Hits, where they did, you know, like. Menomina, and even like newer things like you know from from the Jason Segel movies or you know more recent projects. There's so many things that they could do. It's just a matter of how 
big they want to go. You know, we, we don't know if they're playing like a smaller, more intimate setting, which, you know, they probably would, or is something larger where I'm sure they would still sell out. But, you know, with with the Muppets being Muppet size, that might be a little, if you got balcony seats, you're not really going to see Kermit very well. Right. I, I feel like something that they could play around with, and again, we'll, we'll talk about this more in depth um, at, at some point, but there was a movie concept that never came to be that was a, um, like, where the Muppets blow their budget within the first, like, minute of the movie. Oh, okay. I and then And then it, like, starts to, like, it, by the end of the movie, it would just be, like, storyboards. Yeah. And I would love something like that but with live theater. Oh. I think that could be really funny where they have like this like grandiose big musical number and then as the show is going and then you know it doesn't have to be very long. I mean it no. can be it can be an hour, you know, hour and a half show is somewhere in that like range. A one act. Yeah, it was just yeah. like a, just like a one act, you know, musical yeah. and it's like where it ends with just like, you know, I don't know if they would like ruin the illusion, but like if it was just like hands, <laughs> like you know, I like, think that would be so funny though. Like it'd be really funny, be and that's and that it, again, that like goes back to what we're talking about of like of the campiness of the Muppets and like the self-aware, like the Muppets, the Muppets are like one of these things that are like they're very self-aware of yes. themselves. Like they know that they are simultaneously real entities. That, like, if I'm talking to Kermit, I am talking to Kermit, but Kermit is also aware that he is, like, an adjacent to someone else. And, like, sometimes it's very tongue-in-cheek, sometimes it's very, like, literally on the nose. And so it's, like, I... I, I want them to, like, play around with that more because, like, they are trying to get away from that, too. Like, taking out the rods, the sticking rods in, in uh, the re-edit of uh, Christmas, Muppets Christmas Carol. Yeah. It's, like, things like that. It's, like, yeah. we know what they are. You don't need to hide it to make yeah. it I think more it's, it's part of the charm. Yeah, yeah. Have you seen um, the play that goes wrong? I have not heard of it. I've heard of it, but I, I, yeah. I think, I mean, the title says all the play that goes wrong. Right. I think that's a very Muppety concept, too, where they're, you know, I've seen just, like, advertisements for it on Broadway and stuff, and, like, um, you know, they're they're acting in their scene, and it's very serious, and then all of a sudden a whole set flat falls down. You know, obviously control fall. Yeah. But, you know, something like that, or, you know, somebody's pants fall down you know something like that like that that also seems very muppety to me like they're announcing this like big fancy thing you know miss piggy's big broadway break and and you know i mean i guess very much like muppet vision bean bunny comes in off bean bunny i want to see bean bunny on broadway man it i i I love that guy I think the, the 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 worst part of being a Bean Bunny stan and being a fan of like Rizzo and you all know the all these guys. all these like different things is that is well one is that the more niche you get the the less likely you're going to see them but two shout out to Steve Whitmire because oh, yeah. like any character that he was behind and created and like they they just don't use and utilize anymore and partially because Disney does not work with him anymore, but also partially too, it's like 
and I don't know how much of this behind the scenes is true, but like, I don't know if they like if there's anybody that would do them justice. Yeah, you know, Rizzo's kind of easy to do. I mean, justice like, I, for but, like but like justice for Bean Bunny, another T-shirt that's going to go along with our yeah. Applebee's shirt. Gentrification <laughs> of Applebee's. <laughs> Buy it. Oh, yeah. I just I want, and we're going to do another. We've got to do another episode about this too. And I'm going to try not to turn it around. The other thing about liking characters like Bean and Rizzo and Pepe and like the, I mean, Rizzo and Pepe more so than Bean, like, those guys, you can't find merchandise for anybody. No. Give me Muppets merch or give me death. Like, I just want, I just want Bean Bunny. Why can't I hold him? Any time Muppets merch comes out, I try my, my darndest to, like, get a hold of it. Yeah. And it's just... They're so far and few between, and it's and I wish that they weren't. And or even worse is that it becomes exclusive, like and exclusive it's exclusive like, or just bad. Yeah, that too. Yeah, we just need we just need good Muppet merch, and we're gonna deliver. We are. We're, we're gonna, gonna deliver. We're gonna give you some really damn good. You know. Do we swear on this podcast? darn good <laughs> just there's a there's a bleep on it and it's like why did you censor the word bleep <laughs> joey i really can't have you say bleep. <laughs> joey my mom's gonna listen to this sorry michaela's mom okay. <laughs> um but yeah i just i think we're gonna hopefully have some good muppet stuff and who knows Dream, well, you know, the, the name says it all, the lovers, the dreamers, the podcast, that we're just going to hope for, like, the, you know, to give a Muppets podcast that, like, you know, you can listen to anything, right? Like, and, but yeah. why, why listen to us? Well, we're going to give you guys an authentic Muppets podcast that's fun, that's us being goofy, us yeah. being silly. Two and, pals talking about the Muppets outside of Pizza Rizzo. Yeah. And or sometimes inside Pizza Rizzo. Or sometimes in the elevator of Pizza, Pizza Rizzo. Rizzo. Yeah, really, we just want to talk. And if you guys want to listen, do it. And hopefully we'll give you guys some like really good talks and some really good yeah. merch. And we'll, you know, we'll see what we can, we can muster up. Yeah. But I think this is a good, a good foray into like the did I use that word right? I don't think I, I think did. I uh, no. for 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 front final frontier no, Star Wars. Uh, not a Star no, Trek. Shut up, Joey. <laughs> We've gotta stop this podcast Joey just keeps talking. We're gonna think of a fun catchy catchphrase someday. Well, in in some in some post editing uh, it'll there, be really obvious it, that we didn't do it at the same time. Yeah, yeah. It'll be it'll be really good. But um uh, this is this is Joey and Michaela signing off. Bye. Yay! Yay! <laughs>Lovers, the Dreamers, the podcast has no affiliation with the Muppet Studio LLC or the Walt Disney Company. The views stated by the participants are theirs alone and do not represent the organizations or companies they happen to work for or be a subsidiary of. Thanks for listening and you'll hear us next week.